you, 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 you are about to experience Vegas bad boys of podcasting. Fortunately, you are about to hear lots of opinions, but uh, rarely any facts. Impersonations might occur, but uh, good luck trying to figure them out. This program is not intended for kids or the easily offended. Listener discretion is advised. You have been warned. You press play. It's too late to stop. Get ready to podcast. Hey there, welcome to another edition of Vegas Bad Boys of Podcasting. It is I, DJ Impact, and we have Matt Michaels, Sin City Steve, and Rob Bossolari with us. And welcome to Three Counts. As always, I encourage you, if you're watching us live, to put your comments in the chat box of whatever platform that you are looking at us on. We are on YouTube, uh, Facebook Live, and Twitch. So... Feel free to use either one of those, and we will try to get it in as we see fit. With that, we got three good topics for you, so uh, let's get it going right now. Biggest bad boys of podcasting present. One, two, three. Count talk. Count talk, baby. All right, here's our first count. One. And this one is. And this was a thought. This is a thought that was brought up by Mr. Uh, Matt Michaels. And one pretty much was asking, has anyone's thoughts and or opinions have changed over the past few years uh, regarding WWE performing Crown Jewel in Saudi Arabia? And this is a this is a really good question to ask because um, there's a lot of people who, who knew my position since this whole thing started. And. I am I'm st- I'm still the same way. And I, I won't I won't talk too long. Normally I just want to host. I don't want to add too much. But my whole point is this. Um I I believe that when you feel a certain way, even if it don't make sense, it's me not watching and it's not hurting WWE. It's not hurting the Saudi Arabia government or Anybody, it's not hurting nobody, me not participating. But the whole idea of me staying true to myself as to why I don't watch it does mean something to me. And for those who don't know the reason why, it happens right when we had the killing of our journalist, Jamal Khashoggi. And when that happened, and maybe I messed up his name, that's Khashoggi, Khashoggi. Khashoggi. Koshogi, thank you. I'm sorry. You guys know I'm kind of like Koshogi. Koshogi. No, yeah. yeah. Sweet. <laughs> sorry, I'm messing up the man's name. Um, but yeah, it all happened with him when you know the man's a journalist and he happens just to uh speak his mind, which is of, of course different from what I, I I guess the Saudis would like for him to talk about, and it became an issue up to the point where he had to leave his home and come here to the U.S. and kind of hide out. He still was able to, 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 to do some writings. I know he did some writings for the Washington uh, Post as well as a columnist. But he gets, he gets tricked because he's, he's engaged and ready to get married. And to get, uh, to get married, he needs his license, which now he has to travel uh, – I guess he traveled into uh, uh, Turkey, I believe it was, but it was in the uh, consulate of Saudi Arabia. If that, you know, so he goes there to go get his license and he never comes out. And next thing we come to find out, not only he was killed, but he was dismembered. And the entire uh, Saudi government, they, they they didn't know nothing. We don't know what you're talking about. He's still there. Oh, we got videos of him walking around. All of this stuff was just being said until after proof of audio and video came out going, yeah, we got we we got all types of of images and 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 and, and 
and audio of this, they had to come out and say, okay, yeah, it looked like something happened. We'll find the bad guys. Dude, now, while all that was happening, the WWE was right now in this, this transitioning of putting on this crown jewel, okay? And I get it, man. So we all know the Saudis got that money. How can you let that go? I understand. I mean, since, since then, we've seen them come out, offer these athletes all types of money. Shout out to Messi, uh, who, who plays football or soccer, who just said, you know what, I'll just, I'll just go to the, the States and play. But the, from what I was understanding, what they was offering him was almost the entire world, okay, uh, to come play f- soccer with them. But they offering to have their live golf now. Um, they they throw all types of money. So I get it. WWE looked at this and said, look, we got, we got to take this. But I felt at that time, it would have been nice if they took a stand. Not to say we're still not going to do business with you, but this is just not the time. At the at the point, a lot of the uh, a lot of us here in the states were going. We can't have any commu- uh, communication or business dealings with the Saudis based on what just happened. And yet, we have one company that side that you know what we'll have that business. And I just thought that that was not the right message. Listen, I love WWE, but I just can't agree with you know every decision that they made. And I always thought that that was a bad decision. And because of that. I just choose not to watch that show. Um, so I do know that the shows are entertaining, as we know WWE uh, uh, brings. Uh, I do know that it's, it's uh, you know, it, it has that mania effect. I would love to sit and partake in that. But listen, there are food places that I literally just don't eat, be honest with you. I have my own protest with them for reasons I won't get into, but I don't even, I don't fuck with them. Because when once I begin to find out where you're where you stand on certain things and it's against, I, I just think there's a, sometimes you just shouldn't open your mouth, keep it closed, you know. Especially if you're business, you know, uh, because you're trying to appeal to everyone. And if you're gonna say something that is not appealing, that some gonna be like, uh, yeah, why well, I'm gonna give my dollars to you, you know. Um, so I'm gonna not watch it, and I'm gonna stick to that. But I know they're doing good things. And um, hey, I uh, my, until there's the- plenty of good people on both sides. Excuse me. <laughs> exactly. But look, enough to what I'm saying. Enough of me. Let me go. Let me go to you, man. I, I normally start with the person who actually brought this up. Tell me, what are your thoughts about this? Well, first off, let me say that I uh, I enjoy myself a good crown jewel with a big bag of Chick Fil A. So. <laughs> <laughs> good old Matt Michaels. <laughs> Gotta love him. Uh, uh, see, you know what's what's interesting, and this, this is kind of what has hit me the last two shows they've been, you know, the two shows they've done mm-hmm. uh, this year, and the 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 difference is um, when they started this, uh, it was basically whatever the crown prince wanted to see them do is kind of what they did you know um that's why you got goldberg versus the undertaker that's why you got Shawn michaels out of retirement um you had the big battle royal where titus (laughs) o'neill took one of the most memorable slides ever (laughs) When he was running down and slide <laughs> into the uh, apron. Yeah, into the apron. Uh, it's, it, you know, not the only time he's been under a skirt, but uh, oh, wow, the most clumsy way he probably ever got under one. Just put him in Hulk Hogan, <laughs> that'll make him look real squeaky clean. <laughs> well, Hogan, Hogan was there. <laughs> they had him there uh in, in one of the uh i think first two uh hogan was there so th- they they've used everything you know the the prince wanted all that kind of shit but the last two they have focused on the continual storytelling of what they've been doing so they're not stopping their product just to put on this show for that particular crowd which now makes it become more difficult 
for people like you, DJ, because you're missing something like Logan Paul winning the U.S. title. And that's important to the storyline, um, you know, to, to see uh, the pirate come back. Carrie saying, you know, uh, that is something that is going to be going forward, something that is is a big thing. Um, you know, all, all these things, Cena, you know, potentially retiring. Um, it's all an uh, L.A. Knight, you know, L.A. Knight got his title match. But all this stuff, if you weren't watching it because of your beliefs, uh, then you essentially are missing a big part of what the story is. Which is really interesting because, speaking of beliefs, it kind of all got blown out of the water when Sammy went with Kevin at the last one. And the principle of everything now was kind of put at rest because of the fact that, you know, Sammy actually uh, part partook and, and this, you know, this was, uh, uh, you know, I, I have to disagree with you, Rob. I thought that putting him on the pre-show, it was the only match. That was Sammy's big match. I mean, it was his fucking match. No, I mean, I liked it. I, I didn't like it at first. I, I didn't like it at first only because only a few months earlier, he had a much more grander entrance and it was a lot yeah. bigger. I felt this was a step but down. He, um, he, and the way they framed he, it, they, they, they didn't frame it as a big match. They framed it as he's fighting the guy who's not really even in the judgment day. But the, but the point is, is that where is he in the storyline? At that time, he was bigger in the storyline. They were tag champs. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agreed. Agreed. Yeah. So, so that even shows that they're focusing on those, those stories more so than anything else. Um, but he, he was still given that spotlight and the fans reacted to it, you know? Um, they loved it. They, the pop for him was yeah. huge, huge, huge. Um, and when he stole the briefcase, I thought one of the coolest things were, I don't know where they found all the Saudi kids to put them in the holding area of the extras, but boy, when he got out there, whew, there must have been 60,000 kids around him. Well, that, that was the thing. I felt that, like, I was annoyed. I'm like, this is what you do to the guy who had such a big grand entrance only a few months earlier in May. And now I'm like, ah, oh, this is annoying. And then a few minutes later, he had that great spot with steel in the briefcase. I was like, you got me back. You got me back fast. I was, yeah. I, it caught me back immediately. It was so creative. I liked it. Yeah. So, so there's a lot going on there um, from, from all sides. Uh, yeah. And remember, this is also the company that had a plane sitting on a tarmac where, where they were being told, you're not leaving our country. That's right. So, mm. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, all of that. And still, there was no, <laughs> nothing WWE did to show their disapproval. They just took it. Uh, let me go to you, uh, Sin City Steve, on this. What's your take, man? Um, yeah, thoughts and opinions. Has it changed in the past few years? Yeah, I mean, the thing is that really kind of stands out to me is the point that has been made is that it seems to be more canon. Um Previously, the Crown Jewel shows were, you know, capsules unto themselves where, you know, if you didn't watch it, it didn't have any bearing on any storyline and you were fine to not watch it. Um, but they are now continuing storylines that they have been running. And I think that, you know, it, it definitely does make things into um, a bit of a uh, an ethical conundrum, if you will, um, on whether or not you know, how strong your beliefs are uh, on whether or not you want to see every chapter to a storyline um, versus your own beliefs. So first things first, DJ Impact, I have to tell you that I commend you for sticking true to your beliefs. Um, and yeah, that's that's amazing that, that you're continuing the stance. Um, 
I did not watch Crown Jewel. Um, I saw I saw clips um, largely of the Logan Paul stuff and uh, of the Cena and Solo match. Um, I think that in both of those matches, they did absolutely the correct thing um, with both the outcome of those matches and the the strength at which they put over the winners in that match um, because it it definitely felt like as if Solo Sokoa was made by his win over John Cena. Mm-hmm. Um, that is that is a performance that that Solo can hang his hat on, and that he, not, no one will ever be able to take that away from him. Let's be real; that was a huge win on a huge stage. Mm-hmm. Logan Paul winning the U.S. title made absolute sense. Keep in mind, not too long ago, Bad Bunny. Granted, yes, it was the twenty four seven title. But you are delusional if you don't think that Logan Paul is going to be carrying the U.S. title with him at all of his appearances. That is going to be amazing marketing for WWE. Mm-hmm. Um, as someone that's not a, an avid WWE watcher currently, I think that it's an amazing business move. Um, and also, let's be real, there have been photos that have resurfaced of Logan Paul when he was a little kid shirtless wearing a replica of the IC title over his shoulder. So this is something that the kid has wanted for years. Yeah. And now he's able to live out that, that, that boyhood dream, you know, and it's, it is a good story. Um, at the end of the day, I think that they are doing the logical step in having this event be canon in making it matter. Um, they are making the right moves, um, for keeping people engaged with the product. Um, it used to be one of those things where when something's not Canon crown jewel or whatever, you know, the great, the greatest Royal rumble or, you know, whatever those other shows were, um, you could skip them and you could skip actually several weeks leading up to those shows and still be okay. But they are doing many of the right things that they need to be doing. Sure. Especially under new leadership. Uh, let me go to you, uh, Rob. I never, we never kind of knew where you stood on any of the uh, crown jewels from the beginning. It, so here's I'm, what I'll say about the crown jewel. The, yeah. the first one was a joke and, and, but it wasn't, it wasn't anything else other than what you thought it was. I mean, they gave, uh, they gave Braun Strowman and an Arabic green belt. And it was like, here's your consolation prize. You're never going to get a real one. And, <laughs> but here's my thing. You brought up Mohammed bin Salem, which is the crown prince. And we're talking about Jamal Khashoggi. All right. First things first. Uh, did we put gas in our car today? Yeah, we did. All right. Second thing. Uh, uh, Vince McMahon is a piece of shit. Okay. He is a great businessman. He's probably the god of, res- of professional wrestling behind the scenes. Okay. Did we really argue or, or really get that upset when uh, Superfly snuck a you know, accidentally hugged his girlfriend a little too hard. Did anyone really ask how the sausage was made all these years? No, we 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 all knew it was bad. When the Attitude Era was around, they said the women, I said horrible things about the WWE women, but it was mostly true back then, and it carried over. It's not as bad now as it was back then, but the women there were there to be eye candy, and they were treated like subhumans. Okay, we knew this. We never stopped watching it all together. If you were to tell me that Vince McMahon was on the fucking, you know, uh, what was it? The the pedophile island with, you know, I would believe it. <laughs> Look at that kid. She's going to get the, the grapefruits. Yeah. And you'd believe it. If, he, if, if Vince McMahon was on Epstein Island, you would go, yeah, I believe it. <laughs> you know, shaking hands with Donald Trump or to pick whatever president you don't like. Okay. We know oh, this. Okay, we know all of this and we kind of bury it in the back of our minds as the price of doing business. This is this is how we get it. Okay, Jamal can show you they're they're going to do what they are going to do. Now, as far as the quality, if you have a a moral conundrum with it, keep in mind, again, you still got to get to work each day. And uh, anytime you go, hey, look, man. We want to keep Alaska pristine, man. 
All right. Right. Okay, then. Well, it's got to come from somewhere, and it comes from that country primarily. Your oil, your way of life. Okay? And it's traded in U.S. dollars. It's all what's happening in WWE. WWE is like a little microcosm, a little representative of how the world stage really is set. Okay? They're just a cog in the wheel of all of that. So what you're seeing is you're seeing some of the bigger global problems kind of represented in WWE, which is what they've always done. Part of why we watch it is because they take some of the stuff going on in the real world and they kind of put it out there in front of you. And you're like, it's like what we love, why people like Trump. You know, he says he raped a woman. Yeah, but she was hot. She was hot, man. Look, did you see who he raped? And you're like, oh, God damn it. That's awful. Yeah, but you still voted for him. You're still voting for WWE. If you don't like what they did in Saudi Arabia, keep in mind the women still went over there and wrestled that 5v5 match. They put on a fucking Eon Flux cat costume knowing full well that Saudi Arabian women would never be allowed to do that. Those little girls in the audience wearing T-shirts and corduroys and jeans, when they get older, they're not allowed to go out. They're going to become property. Okay? There was only a handful of women there, and, they, and the cameras were really selective about picking the more westernized-looking women who are probably tourists visiting. But let's be honest. If you get assaulted as a woman in Saudi Arabia, they send you to jail for being impure. So those women in WWE, they sent Bianca Belair out there to cut promos. Okay? She went out there knowing full well that she's a role model to little girls all over Tennessee because she brought the title on home. And she's cutting promos over there where women aren't allowed to drive cars. So they all know where how the sausage is made. It's no better than it is. And by the way, the way they treat the, the, they treat their business associates, you know, behind the stage where they basically said, you can't have your own social media accounts. You're going to have to pay me a percentage of your own private accounts. We know how the sausage is. I'd have to stop watching all of WWE if I want to stick to the, the, the moral high ground. I'm not knocking you. But you'd have to cut out all of WWE wrestling. Now, if you want to watch a Middle Eastern produced show overseas, you can get tickets for freaking Wembley all in. All right. There's a there's a Middle Eastern guy back in it and you can go overseas and that'll cure your conscience right there. And you can be part of the 80,000 sold out arena. All right. So, wait, wait, wait. wait. Uh, no, no, he, he made a great point. Rob just made a great point. WWE is a microcosm of the real world. AEW is a microcosm of fantasy land. <laughs> yeah. But that's right. And let me tell you something. My name is Nigel. And right now, if you want to, you can clear your conscience by getting your tickets in advance. Please buy them now. <laughs> you can get your tickets in advance. Pay up front. Put the down payment right now. And you can be part of the 75,000 sold out. We'll give away 25,000 comps. 75,000. We'll give out 15,000 comps. 30,000 sold out. <laughs> Well, listen. Thank you for that. You know, the uh, one thing, Robbie versus Flair. <laughs> Don't you dare put that out there into the ether. Literally, an ambulance match. <laughs> can we just get? Can we just get Jay Lethal no, to no, just do ambulance off? Casket. I just match. want to redo match. that entire spot from Impact Wrestling from TNA years ago. Scene for scene, you know. <laughs> woo, woo, woo! They've been recreating that from WCW since 1988. Did I just hear that punk? <laughs> Please, just do it over and over again. And then you can have Kenny Omega wrestle the nine-year-old. We'll redo that match over and over again. <laughs> Here we go for our second count. This one is report. NWA. Now is that is that Sam Hain? Is that a Hain. all right? Sam Hain cocaine spot could affect TV deal with the CW. And of course, this is uh let me go over here to the uh article here. Uh okay, yeah, this is from uh Wrestling Observer site. So this is what how it reads: it just says that a spot that saw a manager, wrestlers, and women snort cocaine at NWA Samhain could uh, severely affect how viewers can access NWA programming on the CW. During last weekend's pay-per-view, manager father James Mitchell was shown at a table with several wrestlers and women snorting cocaine 
and drinking alcohol in the clip. Oh, uh, and yeah, they got a clip in here, which was I watched the clip like, oh my god, was oh, that what the dark place has been all these years? Yeah. <laughs> the dark place, the dark realm, was <laughs> lines of okay. Now, according to the House of Wrestling, CW officials weren't happy with that in light of their new deal that was set to bring both NWA power and reality TV series to the network. Pursuit the Network, here we come. <laughs> The outlet reported. Oh, ski shooting. The outlet reported there is a ninety percent chance both shows will now air on the CW's app versus the broadcast. As a result, due to the network receiving negative social media comments after uh, the segment. Um, there's a little bit more here, but let me just go over now to Cincy, Steve. I I had no idea this took place, and I read this going. I just tell me this didn't happen until I watched the video and I was like <laughs> I didn't get to watch the video yet. I was you a gotta watch the video. They just sitting back oh they just snoring. Yeah. Like <laughs> doing their best yeah. Tony Khan impersonations. <laughs> All right, Sis City, what's your take on this, man? Dude, it, so it just goes to show you how easy it can be to just fumble the bag entirely. Because Fumble the bag, he says. Thank you for picking up on that. Um, but yeah, legitimately, I think that you know it was it was major news for NWA to get a TV distribution deal. Sure. And granted, it wasn't on you know a, a marquee network. Um, the CW is a you know it's it's I think it's number seven uh, as far as distribution and uh, you know the the syndicated. Sure. TV networks or whatever. But the fact is this company where a lot of people that have watched the product have said, Oh, if they just had TV distribution off, oh, we could just see it on an actual, you know, TV broadcast as opposed to watching it online and mm -hmm. all this other stuff, then, you know, they might do extremely well. Literally a month after, not even a month after the TV deal was announced, they run this specific angle, which, um, according to news reports, was something that Billy Corgan, president of NWA, insisted on being on the pay-per-view itself. So Billy Corgan, frontman of the Smashing Pumpkins, <laughs> insisted on a cocaine and alcohol promo uh, vignette that ran in the fucking middle of the show. Is Father uh, James Mitchell still doing like he's the devil thing? But over there at NWA, or was he doing a? So it, honestly, I think that they're going to just completely repackage the entire gimmick. Um, I, I, it's really going to be interesting, man. It's it's really going to be interesting to see how they rebound from this. Yeah. Because if they are confined to an app, it, yeah. I mean, why even why even have the TV deal signed? Um, it. I really, really do hope that they get things straightened out. Uh, if that means Billy Corgan begging for forgiveness, um, whatever the situation is, yeah, you cannot do this shit when your product, which quite frankly is an unproven product at this point, um, to these TV execs, their first impression is you doing a spot with cocaine well, and, and alcohol. And not only that, you had the announcers going yeah. like um wow that seemed like a lot of fun going over uh, over there right. like, oh, like that's exciting like why don't someone go like why are they doing that i mean you know get you know turn the camera like, up in the ring <laughs> i mean just you know it, be, the, be, the, be the be the commentator that's against what you're seeing but not everyone making like it's a positive thing with that like man that looked like a great time over there no that wasn't a looking a great time that's <laughs> happening over there you know you uh, probably me, had some of that supply. That's why it was a great time. Hey, there you go. I mean, let me ask you. Let go over to you, Rob. I mean, I'm I'm, for, I'm sure this was the first time you read this. What do you? I think? didn't know. I, I was asking about James Mitchell because he always plays the devil character in yeah. TNA. Yeah. I didn't even know he was in NWA. Honest to God, all Billy Corgan has to do is drop another album. You know, you know, a bullet with a butterfly wings part two or zero to one. Just drop another Smashing Pumpkins album. Get another, you know, crappy TV deal. Now, look, any company like this, 
You know, you don't want to be like at seven o'clock. It's the flash. And at eight o'clock wrestlers do their stash. Um, <laughs> uh, it's, it's not good. It's not good. Um, NWA has always been NWA, GCW and N and MLW are always those teetering companies where you're yeah. like, you know what? There's good talent here. They've got interesting stories. I Absolutely. just don't want to be invested in a podcast level wrestling program. And my only gripe with NWA is you're sitting in there at the studio, the audience, the ring, it's all in one set. I always, it always felt chintzy to me. And Nick Aldis was running the show over there forever and a day. He was a champ there for like three years with the 10 pounds of gold. I never cared about it. They had Eli Drake over there for a little while. Even if it's a good wrestler, some of the wrestlers, there's some of their champions. You never even heard of these guys. Tim Storm, the guy was like a freaking, you know, dinosaur. They were blowing dust off him. You know, I, I, How do you mean I never really got into it. Thunder Rosa came from there. And for a minute, they were, they were bringing people out of there out of that little grok in the hole and bringing them up to notoriety. So the fact that he thought it would be edgy to do that, maybe he was thinking if I do something super edgy that might attract people ironically to my program, but that's idiotic. There's a billion ways to go about it. Yeah. You know, there's a billion sure. ways to go about it. Yeah. That's stupid. Uh, I, I, I hope it doesn't tank him, but if it does, I, you know what it is? He has the same problem as Tony Khan. The problem is you have something to fall back on. And when you have something to fall back on, you treat or, your or cocaine or right. yeah. <laughs> right. But I mean, I'm even going to take the high room and be serious in this. When you think you have an out where if you know what, you fuck all your staff over, you fuck all the producers over, you fuck your wrestlers over. You still have a job. Tony Khan doesn't need AEW uh, uh, fucking, you know, uh, uh, Mr. P Master Smashing Pumpkins. Billy Corgan doesn't need this. But the people that you're that you're paying money to do need this. You should take it with some, you know, sincerity and severity that what you're doing affects about, you know, dozens and dozens of other people. You know, when Vince McMahon fires a whole swath of people or any of his people do or Nick Khan does, you go, OK, you know, you're dealing business. This is just you being an asshole and not taking your fucking self seriously as a business, you know, and, and that's unfortunate. And it's really sad. And if I'm watching this on the CW, I'm looking at AEW, looking at what could go wrong. So <laughs> if you did, it's not even that, you know, oh, you gave me a bad spot or it's not connecting with the crowd. No, you do a drug thing. I think it's cringy when WWE and AEW do a Jeff Hardy's drunk angle. And they were, they were only doing that because Jeff Hardy was getting drunk and doing drugs. But then they did too many fucking storylines like that. And I thought that was cringy. Now you're just doing it for the fuck of it. That's stupid. All right, let me get uh, let me get Matt Michaels into this. Was Billy just going? Fuck, Tony Khan shows up all the time. High, why can't I do it on my show? What 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 is your take, <laughs> Mister Michaels? When you read this story, uh, and maybe even watched a video of what these guys were doing. Well, <clears throat> let's let's start off by saying uh, the CW network was the uh, network that ran Seventh Heaven, in which its star, <laughs> Stephen Collins. Uh, yeah, but he didn't do it in season two, episode three. <laughs> you don't know that. <laughs> you don't know that. Didn't bend his like fucking daughter over a table and go, yeah, hey, we're going to get you to Seventh Heaven, baby. <laughs> now, start this, now start this line. My daddy takes back shots. <laughs> Jesus. Inappropriate sexual contact with three female minors in 1973, 82, and 94. <laughs> so he actually did this three times. Well, 94 was his midlife crisis. He needed to feel like a man again. <laughs> he wanted to know if he still had something. My favorite to show. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. Uh, okay. You know. He just baptized his kid on live television. <laughs> um, you know, uh, the NWA uh, has always traditionally stood for the National White Powder Association. So, <laughs> oh, I thought we were uh, talking about that rap group. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not black enough to say it. I am. My, my DNA test says I am black, but I'm not going to say it because, you know, much of respect. But, uh, yeah, you know. Nice guys with attitudes. <laughs> I guess I could call myself a wigger with attitude. Oh God. 
I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, you know, I think that it's it's um, it's hysterical. It's just hysterical because, first off, who fucking cares? It's not like it's not like anyone's going to be watching it anyway, except for those five people who watch the NWA. Hey, man, they'll still pull probably bigger ratings than Rampage. <laughs> Could they get Father James yeah, Mitchell to dress up like Tony Montana and just have like piles of coke God. on a table and then do a hokey like Cuban accent? I, you know, let's let's face it. Um, it's owned by a rock star. So who fucking cares? You know, that's the whole thing. It's like, why are we why are we uh, putting this whole, you know, oh, my God, it's this is this is the end of the world. It's part of our fucking society. That's it. Well, you know, I heard that they're going to unveil a new wrestler at NWA. It's a female wrestler called Awesome Bong. <laughs> yes. Yeah. He's yeah. riding on the spot, folks. Oh, boy. At Boss <laughs> Comedy. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. Look, let's get to the next one because this is just getting uh, it's just getting crazy. I still can't believe this was actually a story. But it's can, we, can we go back to Saudi Arabia? <laughs> <laughs> Genetic jackhammer. <laughs> All right. Uh, this is give a me the scimitar. I'll do it. Oh shit! <laughs> I can cut my coke with it. Let me show you where I cut some limes. Let me get the count. <laughs> All right, this is a fun one. Roman Reigns temporarily stepping away from WWE in-ring action soon from mm. ringsidenews.com. Now, this reads that WWE Crown Jewel will see LA Knight Battle Royal uh, Roman Reigns in Saudi Arabia for the undisputed universal title. That just happened. And that would be a huge match for the tribal chief because it will also mark his final outing in the square circle this year. Now, Roman Reigns' plans are treated as, as very special within WWE. Only a, a select numbers of people know what's going on. And that formula has also has worked so far. His unbeatable title reign transitioned into an ultimate part-timer schedule. Now it appears that fans only have one more opportunity to watch him wrestling wrestle this year. Uh, Ringside News was told by a tenured member of the creative team that unless something changes, Crown Jewel uh, that just passed will be the last time Roman Reigns will wrestle in 2023. He has one match against LA Knight, and he won't wrestle again into 2024. Now, Roman Reigns' next match was not confirmed, but it is plausible to assume that he will have a match at the 2024 Royal Rumble event in Tropicana Field. This part-time schedule for Roman Reigns also goes hand-in-hand -hand with the special care his creative is giving. Now, Ringside News was the first exclusive report in 2020 that the, the usual WWE creative team is not handling Roman Reigns' creative directions. His angles are, quote, driven by Roman and Heyman, just like Brock Lesnar's creative was driven by Brock and Heyman and and it was also noted that Michael Hayes is in the loop. All right. <clears throat> so let's go over to you now, Rob. What is your... Oh, you so. This is your article. What do you have a problem with Roman Reigns? Oh, my God. So uh, we had this thing called WrestleMania 39. And I'm going to quote Matt Hardy now. Roman Reigns, you are a broken mule. That's what the problem is. Joseph Inouye had cancer forever and a day, survived. They took him off the trucks. They erased him from the locker room. There was no mention of him about, what, six years ago, five years ago, seasons ago. And then he shows up with, Roman, uh, with Paul Heyman, and Paul Heyman puts him over in a massive way, really gets him dialed in. He comes up with a catchphrase. And he's a star again. He says less, he gets more. 
takes off the stupid uniform. I always, I always thought he was going to have a colostomy bag or something to do with the cancer. I'm not even trying to be funny. I thought there was going you were going to see a scar on him, something. No. Okay, great. I'm fine with that. Then they bring his, uh, then they bring his brother in. I mean, his cousin. Cool. Beats him around a little bit. Brings the other one in. Beats him around real. Smacks him around. Gets him the tag belts. Great. We build up this big story. Add Sami Zayn is comic relief. Then Sami Zayn goes from comic relief and becomes a normal guy again. Great. And we get to 39 and we go, what? This guy's done everything. You set up a story. Forgetting about Cody. You set up a story that there is nothing left for him to do. And the day after 39, the most important thing is the way he will react to that, that WrestleMania is how he's going to treat that victory. And he was completely disinterested that Monday night after. He walked in with Paul Heyman. He walked out. Triple H shook his hand, patted him on the back, and he was bored to tears in that ring. Look at his facial expressions. He's biting his lip. He doesn't even want to say acknowledge me. He doesn't want to have anything to say. That was his attitude. Give it to Cody now. Cody's just recovered. He's fresh. Whether you think he's got ring rust, whether you think he doesn't deserve it yet, whether you think you need to build him up longer and put more steam into this balloon. But WWE does this all the time. They keep the belts on the heels for way too fucking long. So you let him run around with this belt now well beyond his time. And you're going to tell me, oh, well, you know, he's going after Bruno San Martino's record. No, it's a fake record now. You took his belt and you divided it into two different things now from the universal heavyweight champion of the world to the universal champion which means even less than it did a year late a year earlier and it's not taking anything off what seth rollins is doing with his belt kobe lopez took that belt that was created out of nothing and put a shine on it and he's fucking owning it great but you still diminished Roman Reigns' belt and what it meant to be the undisputed world heavyweight champion. Then you give him these three-month hiatuses here and there, which means all of the, this time off, it, it, it takes his record and it's an asterisk. And I, and, and I get it. You get injured. You get hurt. Fine. You can't do it forever. Okay? You can't do it forever. So now you're going to beat this guy into the ground physically, but you're going to let him hold on to the title? And not let anyone else get some shine off it. I don't think LA Knight was ready to to take the belt and cut a promo every week. I think he's still developing himself. I think he's like 80% of the way there. He's where he needs to be. Okay? Fine. But you could have given it to somebody who had the seasoning and had the wherewithal, the in-ring knowledge, the behind-stage knowledge to do something with that belt. And then if you wanted Roman Reigns, a refreshed Roman Reigns, to come back in, at 40 and to be like the fucking Empire Strikes Back and take it, and, and fine. It wasn't about Cody. It was always about you overworked Roman Reigns' storyline and you've overworked him physically. And now you're going to have a belt on somebody who's not using it. And Roman Reigns used to bitch and moan. And we all as fans used to bitch and moan when Brock Lesnar would show up three times a year show up the Monday night before his pay-per-view, and that was it. And here we are again. Here we are again. We were promised a fighting champion. We were promised some guy who is the best wrestler in all of wrestling, of all wrestling. And now you really understand, and now I understand this year really clicked to me what it is to be a wrestler. AEW are wrestlers. They're not sports entertainers because they, they don't put together storylines. They do banger matches that are disconnected. And then WWE sports entertainers where they might do a match here or there, but they're actors, they're thespians, okay? Roman Reigns could get up and do jazz hands all day because that's about where he, we're at right now with the guy. And it's not his fault, all right? Maybe he's turned into Hulk Hogan where he thinks I get to call all the matches and I get to dictate how this works. Fine, if you are really that injured, then fucking grow a pair, sit your ass at home, Send your brothers out there to be the tag team they were supposed to be. If they have to put the puka beads on again and grow their hair out and do the haka at the beginning of every one of their matches and be a retro version of themselves. But this bullshit. Let me, let me, let me, just, it's, it's annoying. Let me just say this. Rob. Could have been avoided. Could have I been was, avoided. I, I was a person and I had said it on this show that I said, hey, if Roman Reigns, if he ain't showing up on SmackDown when he comes to Vegas, I'm going to be fucking pissed. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yep. I, I, I want to show up. I did say that. You did. Okay. Um, and I, and SmackDown came to Vegas and there was no Roman on the show. 
How and pissed I, off were pissed. you? And he, I, was, I, he was really pissed. It was amazing. Yeah, I was really pissed. But it was a really good my wrestler show. showed up at double me, or nothing. Let me, but no, let me, but let me tell you. Here's the difference. Sunny you know, <laughs> I, I tell you this. Whenever you now hear the promotion that hey Roman Reigns is going to be on Fox this Friday, it's a guarantee that many people are going to tune in to want to find out what it is. Roman is going to say but he doesn't do anything. He sits in his fucking office and he rolls his eyes for 45 it, fucking minutes. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you think he says anything or not. He brings in the viewers. He drinks an Aquafina and he goes, Paul, wise man, didn't I ask you to do something about this? I guess my tribal chief, wise man, who allowed Jimmy to speak? I don't know my tribal chief. Next week, Roman Reigns rolls his eyes at the craft services table. Listen, who is your who is your wrestler on the other side that that's your champion that's your top guy that comes every week that everyone cares and even you care to see him all the time wrestle weekly right now as are we talking as all, as all wrestling how about champion yeah MJF is the one guy, whether or not you like the promotion or what they're using him for, MJF is the one guy putting in the work in and out of the ring on the mic. He shows up every week. He's cutting promos. He's putting other people over. He's doing it the right way. He, I don't care for him as a baby face, but the dude shows up every week. And, and actually, now he's doing multiple days. It's not even that he just shows up for one day. He's doing dynamite. He's doing collision. He's doing oh, rampage. So you just want Roman to show up. You don't want him to necessarily well, wrestle. No, but the thing like is, you had but that, my problem was he can't do it. If you're telling me the guy's injured, if the if the behind the scenes is that he's injured, which is very plausible. And and by the way, I Joseph never know IE is put yeah. in the work. He's earned every accolade that he's gotten to this point. He's earned it. But there's comes a point when your body gives up or you need to be with your family. You need to be a father. These guys don't just wrestle the few days that we see them. They're well, doing look, tons if, of listen, everything. I, never, I didn't know if Roman is being hurt or not. But if he is hurt, maybe he, he maybe he shouldn't be doing uh, uh, wrestling on a regular basis. And drop the have, belt. Drop, drop the, the title. Belt. Drop no, the title. Well, you know what? Somebody else over. You know what? You will. It will happen. It's going to happen for Cody. It's going to happen, guys. Y'all no, they're doing it because Cody they want moment. to have that inflated Cody moment. It's going to happen. They Don't want that stupid inflated it. number so he can say he beat Bruno San Martino. Uh, That's all they're doing. They're writing a story that doesn't exist. They're going, oh, my God, Roman Reigns has been champion for 1,007. No, he has not been the champion that half long. Half he sits in, the, he sits in his home. don't even know who off. Santino is. L listen. San and maybe Martino, Santino wait, back wait, in the day wait, didn't wrestle. San Martino didn't fucking defend the title. Well, that's my point. But my point week. is you're, you're right. right. I know Shut San Martino up. didn't do that. I get that. I get that. But that's not the point. It's not about San Martino. It's the fact that they keep bringing it up. They're the ones. Michael Cole keeps saying because every day. Because it's a fucking story. That's it's right. It's a dumb story. It's a dumb story. What do you it's think? Not a dumb this story. is real? Come no, of course not. It's all work. It's all written. But you're writing. You're you're trying to insult my intelligence as even oh, a casual geez. fan. All right, Rob, you're on timeout. Let me move over to right, uh, uh, Sin City Steve. You know, I see you agreeing with this guy, shaking your head at me. Listen, I don't know. you. What's your take on Roman Reigns? Roman uh, Reigns needs to go to Saudi Arabia with some journalists. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Stop. No, so so here's the thing. I, I've got to preface this by saying this little disclaimer, DJ Impact. All right. Whatever comments I make, I, I would ask you and implore you to not take offense to them, okay? Oh. Because I know that you you worship the ground that Roman Reigns walks on, okay? Oh, you you absolutely, you and American Bam Bam are the two biggest Roman Reigns dick riders that I Excuse know. Excuse me. Right now, he okay. is on eBay <laughs> bidding on Roman Reigns' jockstrap that he wore at WrestleMania 39. There's a pubic there in its autograph. Did you just say Dick Ryder? <laughs> I love it. Ha, 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 ha. Dick Attitude, Dick Ryder, the Attitude Riders. <laughs> Fill these great it, boots. It, 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 in all seriousness, you know, water is wet, fire is hot, Roman Reigns is not wrestling. Those are just given facts at this point. Roman Reigns is going to wrestle maybe, maybe six times a year. If you look at, at everything that he does in the ring, you know, he maybe, and that's that's on the high side. 
He's probably closer to three, four matches. He has the Brock Lesnar schedule. So I think that, you know, the reason why I'm agreeing so much with Rob is simply this. You're building this storyline that Roman Reigns has had this title for however many days. That's fine. You can do that all that you want. Hey, his beard gets blacker the longer he wrestles, huh? They put the dye in a little just for men in there. He looks younger. Hey. Hey, but the, Next year, he'll have blue eyes again. Right? No, the 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 fact is, I, I that is one major reason why I lost a lot of interest in WWE programming. You know, the, the Bloodline story has, you know, has been acclaimed by so many people and revered by so many people that, you know, it's, it's taken so many twists and turns and, you know, this is great long-term storytelling. I will give it that they've, they've, you know, taken the audience on a three year story at this point, which quite frankly, I didn't think WWE had that type of storytelling in them anymore. But I, I personally can't get over the fact that your world champion mm-hmm. appears maybe once a month on the Let's, show. Can I ask you a question? And wrestles maybe once a quarter. Mm-hmm. That is what I have a problem with. When you, I see- want, I want a champion that's there consistently. I, you- I, I, I like what they did with giving Rollins the belt, but it feels like a second place participation trophy, despite mm-hmm. how Fun. much, despite how much he has brought it. Okay, and and he's so, always been an amazing worker. But who are you talking it. about? Roman, right? No, I'm talking about Seth Rollins. Oh, Seth, okay, but, can, but can Roman I, Reigns, man. But let me get on. But let, me, let me just ask though: the Roman Reigns matches that we have had, including what we just got from LA Knight, have you not found that all of those matches that he's had since he's become champion and now has just been phenomenal matches performed by Roman Reigns? So what? Well. The point is, is that if you're going to have that, don't you want your wrestler to... So did Brock Lesnar years back. It, he, those matches were great, too. Right. Except for so one or don't two. You, don't you... Why would you... In other words, why do you want to run your wrestler to the ground? Why do you want your Moxley, your favorite wrestler, to be run to the ground to the point that when he gets a move, he, he, he can't even move? He doesn't even know where he's at. Well, you have to give the title to someone else that wasn't even planned. Why run your body in the ground when you don't have to? I just want to jump in. John that's, Cena, that's they're, they're, they're calling him the greatest of all time. He hasn't won in five years. So they, they write these storylines that contradict each other. You're saying Roman Reigns has held this title for blah, 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 blah days, but he never shows up anymore. Let me ask you the question. I just, I just, I just, uh, you got, you got, you got Moxley here. Y'all love Moxley. Yeah. The man he doesn't have a belt. Right. He's not the world champion. He doesn't have a belt, what? and when and by the way, he's when not, Moxley, not got, when Moxley had the alcohol problem, he he took himself off the shelf. Absolutely. He knows when to quit. He knows when to get himself yeah, you know, Michael, healed up. Let me let me let you jump in on this one. What's what is your take? My take is this: AW ticket sales for Chicago on November twenty second. Uh, current, uh, uh, let's see, current setup probably abysmal. Um, no, it's probably pretty good. Okay, so available tickets. Our current setup is uh, 5,224, okay? Um, the tickets distributed are 2,111, so they still have 3,107 tickets available. Uh, it's up 40 tickets uh, since uh, seven days ago. I'll call two and of my I'm friends. Sorry, I'm sorry, which show was this? AEW on November 22nd. So that's okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. AEW ticket sales are in the toilet. Absolutely agreed. Right. Mm -hmm. Well, and, and survivor series is running Chicago, November 25th. Mm -hmm. Um, and available tickets, 1,173 current setup, 16,860 tickets distributed 15,687. Cool. So what it comes down to is simply this. Y'all can bitch all you fucking want about it. Oh, he's not on TV. He's the champ. He's not defending a belt. The fact of the matter is, is the product is selling better right. than it's ever fucking sold. So, in all honesty, I don't like Roman. That's just personal. I don't like Roman Reigns. But what you're seeing 
is reflective of if he was defending that belt all the time, you all would be bitching about, oh my God, this guy won't get off our fucking TV. No, no you no. would. No, no, bullshit. Bullshit. We're both said, oh my our God, heads. No, we're just because... seeing too much fucking Roman Reigns. Oh my God, he's wrestling John Cena again. Oh my God, he's wrestling this guy again, that guy again, because that's what people have been doing. But this is why I've been, and I will come back and I'm not going to die on the hill. I'll fight on the hill. This is why I said he needed to lose at 39. I don't care if he lost to a toaster oven. He needed to lose because he had nowhere further to go. He needed to have a vengeance story, not a I'm out of wrestlers, so I'm just going to take a break story. But if, but if this was so detrimental, then how they, come WWE has fucking, your MJF, who is the best champion right now? Oh my god, it's so fucking great! Yeah, but that's because Tony Khan's a piece of shit. shit. So Tony Khan is driving his company into the draw. damn ground. MJF, as good as he is can't be seen if people don't know enough to watch him i'm a wrestling fan i like to watch the obscure i like to i i'm talking about mlw mlw wrestling gcw wrestling NJ, njpw impact wrestling tna i watch those shows so i'm not just i'm i'm, I'm not just a wwe fanboy 12 year old wwe but, is like donald trump donald trump love him or hate him is good at promoting himself wwe has a patented well they have a perfect method of promoting themselves they know what they're doing right. they so do the, what but is the fucking problem the problem is you're you're you now yeah the you're not going is, to be going this guy is just not just no because this is what blah, blah, blah. everybody bitched and moaned even the meta storyline back in the day was that brock lesnar doesn't earn what he has Roman Reigns did earn what he has, but now you're still framing him as this nonstop behemoth. He's not nonstop. He's done. He's gone. Now he, that's why I picked this story. He's well, going, you, but gone. you know what? He's 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 gone. The, the the whole point of what Matt Michaels was also saying is like in your world, all right, he's done, he's gone. But to the rest of the universe, the one I'm in, we don't give a fuck. We're still showing up to the events because we're not looking at the seven seasons going, ago, seven years not, ago. Listen, uh, Samoa Joe was the I, Impact I, Wrestling listen. X Division title holder, and he tweaked his fucking hamstring. You know what he went? He got on the next week. He was with the Beatdown Clam, and, and he goes. What, and you know what happened thing. when Samoa Joe was the fucking champion that they built up? They brought in Kurt fucking Angle and ruined the guy for the rest of his TNA career. So. Mm. Why did they do that? Because Kurt Angle was a fucking brand that was built by WWE and people knew who the fuck this guy was. Just like you guys at AEW, no offense, you guys, but <laughs> at AEW, what have they done constantly? Brought in goddamn motherfucking WWE guys. Oh, I'm in agreement. Established I'm in agreement. Absolutely agree. Came in when Adam Copeland came Punk in is boring. the perfect example, right? No, but, and but that's what? the problem. The problem isn't the fault of MJF. And look, here's just this is why I'm doubly annoyed. You're right. Both of you are right upstairs. Yep. You're correct. They're going to be successful no matter how piss poor of a program they do. They could literally just sit there and have Linda McMahon do oil wrestling for three years straight, and they'll still draw numbers. Wait, wait, wait. What's wrong with that? <laughs> Come on, dude. Come on now. Now you're speaking my language. <laughs> okay. They could have like fucking Linda McMahon's uh, scissor Stephanie for the next three years. Yes. Oh Jesus! Yes. yes. What? Why guess what? But that, but that's that's the problem. They're really good at what they do. It doesn't yeah. matter what. So what I'm saying is now. What I'm saying is now. I'm watching this going. You know what? For the money I'm spending, what, what little it is, even for what, whatever type of income you have to pay for their programming. You know to, what? To be and to be sucked in with a storyline because here's the thing: what WWE does that AEW isn't doing is they are writing a good story, but then they'll write the story and they expect you to suspend belief. Like what we said when they said, "Hey, uh, Adam Pierce, you're being promoted. You're now only going to do half the work." And I went, "Wait, wait, 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 wait." Sonya Deville was the SmackDown manager. We knew that Sonya Deville was the SmackDown GM. Then he took over the whole thing because she was punished. And we went, okay, we know this. We follow it. I'm a sci-fi Star Trek guy. Every time they write something that didn't happen in the season before, and then they write a whole new thing and ignore what happened the season before, I want to put my fist through a wall. So when WWE does it, and they're doing it in, in slow motion, they're doing it like, remember last week? 
get, 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 all right, check this out. Check this out. You remember this guy that we've been telling you is the wrestler? And he's been doing this for three years nonstop. Well, he really isn't. He really isn't. But we're going to keep telling you this over and over and over again. And your response, Matt, is like the response I would get out of a 15-year-old. It's like, yes, he is the best. He really is. The you best. are in the he minority. Really is the you best. Are, you are You're in, I know I'm in the minority, but I am in the minority. minority. I know I am. I right. know I am. I am being that elitist piece of crap about it because you know what? You keep making this story every week and then you're not delivering and on that's it. Why Let the fucking guy rest. Have him go home. Have him show up in Philadelphia. Take the belt off off uh, Cody Rhodes. And I'll, and I'll show you. You know what? You know what? Take the other fucking route. On Crown Jewel, they actually fucking said when Cody won, he's on his way to that fucking redemption. So guess what? The whole thing is a fucking build. Right. Keep it fucking time. And, and you know what? It's like, oh, too much time, too much time, too much time. No, That's they, the thing. Well, they you know, hear, they Jamel's right. Just because the majority does it, because you're in the majority doesn't make it right. Sure. Absolutely. But it makes it fucking right for those people who want to buy into it because it's a suspension of disbelief. It's right. not an actual fucking competition. And you're going to tell me, oh, well, you know. I'll they give you an this, example. Back in the that. early 2000s, they used to keep the belt on Triple H forever and a day. By the time The Rock finally got it, I was exhausted. I was like, I, I just don't even care anymore. I mean, and and, and you know what? But the son of a bitch, that, The Rock cut better promos did. when he was chasing Triple H better than when he actually had the belt. But and they, and that's fine, but you but, cannot but, tell me that this guy is the greatest, longest, you know, you know, performing. He is guy. the longest. It's just a fucking date, dude. The goat is Cena. That's what they're telling you. And he has a <laughs> one in five years. And he wasn't the goat five years ago when he was winning. Because when he was winning all those belts, they never called him the goat. The goat, he by did. the way, is Ric Flair. Ric Flair is the fucking goat. There's John Cena bullshit. That's Ric Flair's Rick, the motherfucking goat. Oh, yeah, where the fuck they got the balls to say John Cena with his fucking balding ass head at 45? Your your goat's about to have a fucking match at 80. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Thank you. All right. All right. Buried so, alive match. Everybody. <laughs> Thank you. Buried alive. <laughs> just a buried match. That's right. Can they put a? Can they do a match where they put more clothes on them? <laughs> Please. <laughs> Guys, I think listen. we're all in agreement of that. Hallelujah! <laughs> we found common ground. Holy shit! Everybody, listen. Thank you truly for listening, Ooh. man. We do this shit because hey, we're fans. We love it. We we like who we like. We dislike yeah, who we dislike. Hang low, and that's, dude, what Jeff. And that's what it's all about. We gonna give our final thoughts and comments here. Um, we know we let the show go a little longer, but you know, hey, it's all fun. Um, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'll kick it off with you, Sin City Steve. What do you want to tell the good folks out there? All right, thank you guys for hanging out with us tonight. Thank you for liking, sharing, subscribing, doing all the stuff that you guys do. We appreciate each and every one of you. Also, very special shout out and thank you to all the brave men and women serving this country. Whether you're doing it on lands foreign or domestic, thank you for doing what you do, so we can do what we love to do. And last but not least, repsports.com, R-E-P-P-Sports.com. Go there for all your pre-workout, weight loss, general energy needs. Again, that's repsports.com. Use promo code Vegas at checkout. Save yourself 15%. All right, perfect. Rob, what do you want to tell the folks, man? Where are you going First to be? First of all, I want to thank Sin City Steve for giving me the proper background. I, you know, before I had the little... <laughs> I had the little circle, and now I've got a big, beautiful circle. Never has anyone seen a circle this beautiful. People say all the time, it's beautiful. It's, it's the biggest circle that they've ever seen. Believe it. Believe it. And we've got all these people talking about how great Roman Reigns is. He shows up once every three months, and he wants a title. You know what? Let me get the title. If we're going to do that, I'll be the next champion, and I'll be a bigger champion than he ever was. I'll do guillotines. It'll be so many guillotines, they'll think he was Marie Antoinette. That's how good the guillotines are going to be. So many good guillotines. It's true. You're Where, gonna are you gonna be at? Where are you going to be at, man? I'm going to be at uh, 18 BIM opening okay. up the Drunken Jokes uh, for uh, Amir the Miracle. I'll be in other spots across the city. I didn't have anything formally booked this week, but I, other than the 18 BIM spot, um, you can see me at Boss Comedy. And uh, I love Matt. Uh, I think Roman oh. Reigns is a deadbeat champion. <laughs> Okay, I want I want I, I want Dominic Mysterio to cut deadbeat champion promos for the next three months. 
with his tassels falling off his boots and everything. So your name is right there at Boss Comedy. If you want to look him up, you could get the chance to see a lot of his jokes. And uh, my champion is a deadbeat everything. champion. He wasn't there for my eighth birthday. Oh God, the Matt Michaels. Let me go to you. The funniest fucking thing is, as you were saying your dates, it just hit me that this whole argument about he does the same thing over and fucking over, and that's all he does over and over. God damn, fucking go to a comedy club and go see a comedian at three different comedy clubs in the same week, and you'll go, oh, I get it now. <laughs> I, I will say this. I actually went to a club, and the guy said, I said to the guy, what do you want me to do? Do you want me to do the Trump? He goes, fuck no. I'm like, ah, all right. And I and I did a good set anyways without Trump. So yes, we but do yeah. different material. We don't always do the same material. Some of my friends do. They do the same shit over and over again. But, <laughs> but not three years. I don't know, uh, J- Jamel. I gotta say, <laughs> some some guys we know, <laughs> three years, maybe even five years. <laughs> so. I've done the same match every day for the last three years. Acknowledge me. <laughs> I suck. Oh God! Uh, but oh. but on, a, on a serious on a serious note, uh, I I do have to say, uh, this past uh, this past weekend, uh, actually, uh, Rob Thompson, uh, who was uh, Rob Rage, uh, he's a Canadian independent wrestler. Uh, he passed away on November fourth. Uh, Thompson went into cardiac arrest backstage at a wrestling show. Mm-hmm. Uh, he returned backstage after uh, competing at a fundraising event in Hamilton, Ontario. An individual close to the situation stated that when Thompson came back to the dressing room, he went into cardiac arrest and some wrestlers performed CPR until medical personnel arrived. Despite efforts from the wrestlers and medical responders, Thompson passed away. Mm -hmm. Uh, He had been wrestling since 2012 and has competed in a multitude of promotions across Canada. On Dark Side of the Ring, uh, episode about the Road Warriors, uh, Rob portrayed Hawk in the cinematic scenes. Um, and, um, it was just something that, uh, uh, came up, uh, again, uh, a lot of the, um, the people in the independent scene in Canada, uh, were, uh, you know, expressing, uh, their, um, you know, sympathies, uh, for, uh, Rob and his family. And, um, it's, uh, a lot of people, uh, who knew this guy, um, it's yeah. just, uh, you know, and, and the thing is, is cardiac arrest, uh, which, yeah. you know, is another one of those things that you don't expect uh, guys who are in a, it. The guy is in phenomenal shape. So, yeah, you know, uh, unfortunately, this is uh, what goes along with the business. Uh, yeah. Now, uh, if only some of those uh, comedians uh, who do the same shit over and over would... <laughs> You know, uh, now people said that uh, <laughs> comics do the same routine over and over again. And uh, folks, I'm just here to say that, that that's not the case. And you can't, and you can't say, and you can't say that word. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, <laughs> All right. Peace. Vegas Bad Boys of Podcasting. <laughs>